Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Episode 109 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by Loot Crate. Guys, the fantasy crates have shipped. Everyone's gotten theirs. And I mean, there is some really, really cool stuff in there. It may be too late to get that one, but you can always get on board for next month. If you go to lootcrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R, you can get a percentage off of your subscription. A ton of the cast has gotten into it. A bunch of listeners have hit us up to tell us how happy they are. We have not had one single person who has been disappointed. So give them a try, at least for a month. Try them out. Let us know what you think. Think and give them some feedback because they're an awesome company with some really cool people that work there. That's lootcrate.com slash D-A-N-D-R. And just as a reminder, if you do a game at home, if you're if you're hosting a session for friends or family, check out battlebards.com. What they do is professional grade music uh, and sound effects, all kinds of chants, things like that. Just things that add a little ambiance to your sessions and stuff you can put in the background, kind of set the mood, take people there, open up their, their imagination a bit. Uh, they're doing a Kickstarter right now to try to get funded. Um, they've done one uh, before. They, they did get funded. They produced a ton of professional-grade music and stuff. You could check it out on their site. Uh, and right now they're, they're doing another run of it, and they, they have a program that they use just for set lists and things like that. So go check them out and tell us what you think. Hey, DNR listeners. So before we get into the episode, just a reminder that you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. At $3,000, you'll get to see just how much better Group 1 is than everyone else when we all go head-to-head against a group composed entirely of your favorite NPCs. Even just $1 a month can get you bonus content and helps us out a ton. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, our forums, and give us a review on iTunes. Thank you guys so much, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Rob. Hey, I'm Robert Guizahan. I'm playing Malchus Grimness, Tiefling Warlock. And Dan. <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, I'm Dan Phelps. I play Duncan Joy Batom, a Dwarven Bard. There was no cut there. Tom. Hey, everybody. I'm Tom, and I play Yenward. And Kelsey. Hey, I'm Kelsey, and I play Diana, Tiefling Mage. And Justin. Hi, my name is Justin Massey. I play Darthag, Barbarian Orc. Okay. Uh, last time on the show, uh, you guys got to Brightport. You have uh, you reached House Dragon's Keep. There was a little bit of an encounter with Gratic, Gratic the Wanted, uh, in the Filigreed Fawn, which led to uh, Yenwer trying to uh, assault him, him running, getting to House Dragon Keep. You guys giving chase, and Yenwer, Tessia, and Gratic all ended up sitting down and working out an exchange where you guys are going to get someone else, a third party, is going to be handling the exchange of, of all the stuff that Yenwood wants to sell, and you guys are going to get some you guys are going to get some goods out of the process. Diana wandering into House Dragon Keep did not uh, did not deal with the, the, the changes there very well. Um, and she ended up leaving the house pretty abruptly. Duncan tried to talk her down, and 
she didn't really assault Duncan, but did sort of mentally push him back. Um, so how about we catch up with the group? Um, Malchus would still be in the filigree Vaughn. Yenward, Tessia, Duncan, Graddock, and I'm guessing Darthag all or Darthag all in the all in the house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before we catch up with Diana, what uh, what does the rest of the group want to do here? Well, Malchus is Malchus is staying at the Fawn until there's a substitute person because he's not going to let his family's store right. just go unwatched. And yeah, that'll be that. that they'll, they're, the, she's sending someone over now, so that'll that'll be taken care of pretty soon. So I don't know if Yenward wants to accompany this person over to the shop, and they'll take care of it. Um, when did we meet up with Dirtbag? Because he was wandering aimlessly around the town. Did he find me outside or something? Or... Yeah, yeah, we can go with that. Okay, okay, that works. Um, okay, so, uh, we're in the house, we don't, <laughs> um, we don't really know what happened with Yinward and Graddock and Tessia and all that, I'm kind of, uh, Duncan seems a bit out of it, he was just hypnotized, so, um, uh, he goes up to Yinward and kinda, uh, you know, he goes up to Yinward kind of breathlessly somewhat and says, uh, so, oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, we can add it. Sorry. Uh, so he goes up to you and we're kind of breathlessly and just goes, um, so uh, how'd it go in here? Not as well as I want it to, but I'm going to get something. You'll, you'll, you'll grease my palm a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Craddock's just kind of sitting here with his arms folded and he's going to get ready and he's going to get ready and get up and leave. Uh, he's pretty disgusted with the situation. Um, so I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with Diana. She seemed pretty scared or upset, and she ran off. I was following her, and then all of a sudden, I was just taken aback, and she was gone. She disappeared completely. So I have no idea where she is. Like, I got something. To do. I guess we can go find her. Do you want to go find her now? Or I mean, she didn't seem like she was in the best mood. I don't know if. You won't, we should run after her just yet. Well, okay. I mean, is Tessia going to stick around so we could go and try to find Diana? Well, this is Tessia's house, so yes. She's going <laughs> to stick around in her house. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> so Tessia would be sending uh, a young lady named Elena uh, over to uh, to the fawn to take care of uh, to, t- to take care of the transaction. If you want to go with her, then she'll she'll take care of everything for you. If not, then uh, did Tessia see Diana run out? Did she see her leave? Um, I would imagine she'd pick up on it. Yeah, she was in the middle of dealing with, with Graddock and, and Yenward at first. It was more of a standoff, but she would have seen Diana walk in, visibly become panicked, and then leave. Okay, Would uh, did she recognize her? Do I have to ask? Do I have to do an insight check or something for that? Um, or, I mean, a perception check? Um, you can do... that. That's more of a past tense perception check. Right. But- um, you can straight up ask her if you want, or if you well, okay, do a do a perception check just to see if you would have picked up on that. Okay, nineteen. Um, not so much. Okay, okay. Well, I guess also the perception check was mainly also, or was also if when I mentioned I said Diane out loud, if there was any kind of reaction or anything. Tessie. Right. Yeah. No, she would be so, a little stone faced okay. about it by now. Okay. Um. So, uh, who is who is accompanying us over there? Um, a young lady named Elena. Okay, can I talk to Elena real quick? Sure. 
Um, so, uh, one of our friends, uh, took off and we'd like to find her before we go to the shop. Is there any way that we could do that? Um, I don't want to, I know you're probably busy and I don't want to hold up your time too much, but if we could just go do that for a few minutes and we'll meet you maybe over there, if that's okay. Sure. No problem. I'll just be in the shop when you need me. Okay. Guys, do we want to get Malchus or do we want to just start looking? Well, I wouldn't want anybody to steal Malchus's mommy's thing, so let's just go find Diana, and he'll be fine where he is. Okay. Well, so, once, uh, once Elena gets there, then uh, Malchus will know that it's fine to leave. It, it's not... Nothing's going to be stolen. <laughs> okay, then you know what? Alana? Olena. Olena? Elena. Elena. Oh. Uh, Lena. Olena. Okay. Ah, uh, Lena. <laughs> Lena. Yeah. Oh. Is that it? Elena? Oh my god, it's O-L-L-E-N-N-A. Okay. Atlanta. It's my Atlanta. That's what it is. Um, Elena. There you go. Yes. Um, our friend Malchus is over in the shop. Um, we're gonna go looking for our friend. Uh, tell him that if he wants to meet up with us, he can. If he wants to hang out at the shop, he can do that too. It's up to him. Sure, no problem. Okay, thank you. Taken care of, guys. So, where do we want to go look for Diana? Because uh, when uh, she just disappeared, like just disappeared into thin air, I have no idea where she'd be. Yenward's going to stop and ponder for a second, and, like scratch his chin with his hand, and he's going to cover his eyes with a hand and do a twirl, and then he's going to open his eyes and point in direction. All right, do me a favor, roll a flat d20. Okay. Damn. Ooh, 19. Wow. Okay. That nose. Um, How's about we catch up with Diana? Okay. okay. So, <clears throat> the streets of Brightport are not the best place on Earth for a lone tiefling to be sort of wandering around, especially in the part of the city you're in. You don't say. <laughs> I do. I do say. Um, especially when you have no ties to a house, you don't have any formal protection, it's just you walking around. And even though you obviously look the part of an adventurer... Uh, you, you have weapons and armor and stuff. Um, there are still those in Brightport where greed and racism will trump common sense. <laughs> so wandering down a specific back alley, there's uh, Brightport's kind of built vertically on top of itself. And there are sections um, where there are sort of underpasses. There are bridges that, that go over uh, the, the poorer sections of town. This is kind of the gutters. So Diana would be passing underneath one of these so it's really really kind of shadowed and shaded and a very dangerous place to go walking um so a couple of a couple of humans are going to uh they're going to approach diana um and go ahead actually do me a favor and roll perception for me please oh boy <laughs> oh jesus oh i crit okay <laughs> Um, Diana's going to hear two distinct sets of footsteps, um, sort of uh, just boot-clad footsteps, um, pretty much lockstep directly behind her. Uh, and they are closing in fast. So she was kind of not running anymore, but walking at clearly like a hurried pace. And just when she hears the footsteps, she's going to stop. And then without turning around, say, I suggest that you turn around and leave. One of these guys is going to speak up. 
Uh, this 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 alleyway is pretty much abandoned. Uh, besides you three, because again, even in broad daylight, this is uh, this is a crappy area to just go walking around. You know, the streets of Brightport are really dangerous for a lass like you to just be walking around. Uh, and this guy's gonna this guy's gonna pull out a small knife, and he's gonna start to approach Diana. She's going to kind of half turn around and look at him, and she is going to smile. Now, that's no way to treat a lady. And we're going to roll hypnotism. That's okay. 29 against Will. Yeah, that'll hit. (laughs) You know, that's a nice knife you have there. Why don't you see how well it works on one of your fingers? You're going to see this guy's muscles visibly tense as he is trying to stop himself from cutting into one of his own uh, one of his own fingers. And he is going to cut into the index finger on his left hand. And there's a look of horror that crosses his face that... Um, a, the realization that he can't stop himself. And B, obviously he's in a tremendous amount of pain. <clears throat> His friend is going to hear this and then just think, yeah. Like, and then he's going to watch him actually do it. And then he's going to he, he's gonna freak the fuck out. Um, and his friend is going to pull out uh, a knife of his own. And instead of advancing on Diana, he's going to start to back up a little bit. <sighs> Um, how's about we pick up with, um, with Malchus here? So Elena would get to the shop and she would, uh, she would let you know that she's there to handling transactions and the rest of the group is coming. They're, they're on their way, but they're looking for, they're looking for Diana. Do they have any sort of direction? Um, the, the Minotaur just sort of pointed Southwest and he just started heading toward the docks. Uh, it's... Not a great part of town, though, so don't really know what they plan on doing. Stupendous. Thank you for coming and watching the shop. Certainly wouldn't sure. want, want the family's things uh, stored. Um, Malchus will head in the direction of the dock with his, like, his rod unsheathed. Like, basically just ready for trouble should something try to get the drop on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's gonna go. He's gonna go looking for the rest of the park. Okay. Brightport is the largest port city in all of Theria, um, certainly on the mainland. Um, the the port, <laughs> the 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 docks in Brightport go on forever, and ships from all over the world trade goods here, and it's it, it's it's also a haven for both. Surly dock workers, bandits, and pirates. It is not. It is not a nice part of of town, and that's specifically saying something about Brightport, which is not a nice town to begin with. I would say that the party and Malchus would join up just about the time that they would encounter Diana. Yay! Yeah, um, Malchus, you're so or not Malchus, sorry, uh, Yenward, you're so smart. You found her. I, I, your tracking skills are stupendous. How do you know that? <laughs> I guess I'm just used to keeping you kids out of trouble. <laughs> that nose. 
it has found stew before as well. Genward, uh, Duncan. Um, okay. So we're looking for Diana. Yes, she ran. And off. what about the half orc, Durthag? He's right here. I just point behind. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's with him. And he's a full orc. Yeah, oh, he's a full check. orc. Yeah, that was a really low perception check. Okay. <laughs> Maybe his eyes are going bad. No, I thought I hadn't. I hadn't heard from Justin in a while, and I was like, I didn't. I didn't remember that he was with. Okay, well, well, nifty then. Okay, uh, retcon. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, any sign of Diana? Uh, should I run? Yamrit's gonna Justin? shield his eyes with his hand, and he's gonna scan from left to right, and he's gonna shrug. <laughs> Should I run a perception check or something? Um, yeah, please do. That's 25. You're going to hear screaming. Found her! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to hear it sound screaming. Like, it, does it sound like female screaming or male screaming? Oh, this is male screaming. You're going to hear uh, a lot of male screaming. Uh, and it's coming It's coming from um, like this next alley over. It's a lot of interconnected back alleys that you're you're traveling down right now. And um, you can tell that something awful is happening close by. Uh, and this is where Yenward surmised that she was heading, like this direction. So whether or not it is Diana uh, or having something to do with Diana, you're not sure. But something is happening to someone. Uh, hey, guys, I hear screaming coming from the next alley. You want to go check it out? Okay. Onward. <laughs> How about you, Dirtha? <laughs> Uh, sure, let's go. Okay. So we start heading over to the next alley. Should Diana, we... what would they find when they okay. when they round the so, corner here? The first thing is uh, blood. A lot of it, pretty much, like, I mean, it's kind of everywhere. And just, like, and right before they turned the corner, the screaming would have cut off in their two bodies on the ground that have been clearly somewhat mutilated and were in a lot of pain. And Diana is kind of a bit further, like a couple feet away from this. And she is kind of sitting on the ground and just curled up with her head between her legs. Not really noticing anything like what i mean i'm not looking for like graphic description but like like what in the in the broadest of terms what kind of mutilation are we talking like popped heads um, no like these look like bodies that were gruesomely tortured before they that they were killed so this doesn't look like self defense so much as yeah some care and and and, and time was taken. Yeah. Okay, uh, Durth is going to start by walking forward and looting the bodies. <laughs> uh, Malchus will go past him to Diana and say, Are you alright? She's not going to respond. Um, Duncan goes up behind Malchus and kind of passes through him, or passes by him, and uh, <laughs> kind of just like slowly reaches over and touches Diana's shoulder. At that, she's going to kind of look up, like raise her head and look at them. But like her 
gaze like she's her eyes are kind of glazed over and she's clearly like not focused on them. Do you want to maybe go somewhere and take a break? <laughs> break? You seem like you've been through a lot. Just... She's going to kind of get to her feet and just a bit shaky, but there is no break from this. Should we leave? She's going to take a couple seconds. She's going to look over the bodies and just... I don't know. What do you think? Let's um, find somewhere. Tavern. Something like that. Where we can sit down and... Uh, Duncan turns to Malchus and just goes... Shakes his head. Diana is... And, no, sorry. Reunion. And he just kind of takes his hand off his shoulder and looks down and just kind of slowly backs away. And then I... Uh, I kind of go up to Malchus and I go, Malchus, I think this is way above us. I don't understand. I don't think this is something that we can figure out or help by sitting around and having a conversation. I think she has something that she needs to do. Oh, I'm just suggesting that we not be here over these mutilated bodies first. <laughs> at, at that point, I just going to kind of like walk past them and just like just like kind of walking in directions. Yes, let's go for drinks at the tavern. That sounds like an excellent idea. And she's kind of smiling, but it's not really like it's kind of like very clearly fake smile, but it's not like she's trying to be like cruel or sarcastic or anything. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah, Malchus looks at looks at Duncan and Gives him the something is obviously very wrong look. Uh, I nod and I say, why stop following her now? And I just continue on behind her. And these would be some of Durthag's and Malchus's first impressions of Diana, really. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, there's a bar nearby called Safe Haven, which would be the closest tavern to you guys not the nicest tavern <laughs> there is one called the rusty nipple <laughs> that's <laughs> that does exist in Brightport. also not the nicest bar it sounds lovely <laughs> <laughs> um so safe haven would probably be your best bet in terms that it's it's close um yeah diana would just head towards the nearest bar so that would be yeah um some rough customers hang out there. But again, you're an adventuring party. They're probably not going to fuck yeah. with you in broad daylight. And yeah. Um, so, so let's... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so we pull up seats? Yeah, I would say. Okay. Um, Malchus kind of looks the party over real quick and says... And looks at Diana and says... You had said before we got here you had business in Brightport. Do you have any other business? Have you done what you needed to do? Oh, you mean that? No, no, that wasn't business. She's going to kind of look a bit, like, for half a second, just look a bit, like, shaken, and then just immediately snap back into, like, faux happiness kind of expression. All right, look, since you brought it up, let's go on. 
I don't know what happened in that alley, but I need to know, is anything happening that you're refusing to tell us a danger to those of us who are traveling with you? It's... It should not danger you. Duncan the whole time has just been kind of staring, Di- staring at Diana and trying to get a read on her. Um, so Malchus hasn't been traveling with you and he may not realize this, but you, this isn't how you normally act. And I can tell something's going on, but if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. But you need to tell us if you need our help. She's going to turn towards Duncan and just look at him. Why do you want to know? Because I've been traveling with you for a while and we've done a lot for each other in battle and you're not a bad person. You did the right thing with the orphans and you did the right thing with the Archmage and I just I just think that if you need help then maybe we can give you help. I don't like seeing you upset. She's gonna kind of look away from him and just kind of frown. It's... I'm not sure how to even go about explaining. You're wrong, though, about me. But... No, I'm not, because if I was wrong about you, then you would have stolen the money, or if I was wrong about you, you would have not cared about what happened to to the vials, and you cared about both. So I can't be that wrong about you, and I'm not asking you to explain everything. I just need to know if you need our help and if you're going to be okay. I don't know. And I know that you laughed at me when I asked you if you needed time to rest, but I was more talking about if you needed time to think. And if you need that, then we can give you that time. At that, she's going to kind of shake her head. No, I've... I've spent far too long thinking about this. I just need to do it. Okay, well, we're supposed to meet a we're supposed to meet a girl over at Malchus's mom's shop. Um, do you want to come with us? That that would be fine. Afterwards, can we return to House Dragon Keep? Um, he looks around at the party. I I don't think that'd be a problem. Does anybody have a problem with that? Mm-mm. I need to go by there anyway. Touch base with mother. Uh, Dorothy's gonna shrug. Yuren's <laughs> gonna make like a really childish face under his breath, make fun of Malchus. Make fun of mother. <laughs> you guys have never been present with those two in the same room, have you? Oop. No. <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. Oh, should be fun, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, then why don't we go over to the store, and then um, we can go over, and uh, Diana can blow up the house or whatever she's gonna do. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna find and murder those two guys, right? <laughs> it's a murder mystery. <laughs> oh, how much did I get off those guys? Um, those guys were not traveling super, super good. You got about 50 gold off of them. That's pretty good, though. Damn, uh, 
For two bodies you didn't have to kill? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to pocket that money, though. That's um, that's an infinite value to effort ratio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got 50 times your investment. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> had to bend okay. down. My knees aren't what they used to be, though. <laughs> so as Fork knees are like, like Labrador hips dysplasia. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> they fit in pretty much. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, I figure as we walk to the store, uh, I'll hang back uh, behind the party and explain to Dirthbag about how all tieflings kill people all the time. <laughs> Seems like that. Are they well, getting someone hide on churches? going to say that Diana was going to hang back in the back of the party, so I don't know if you... <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, I'm not talking about, like, staying around. I mean, I'm just, like, while the party walks forward, me yeah, and Dirthbag are, like, ten steps behind or something, you know. Yeah. Um, just... <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just, whatever. I'm just next know, to Dirthbag. Cool. I'm just around Durthag, and I'm going, okay, so don't worry about when you see uh, Tiefling and a bunch of blood everywhere, because that's just what Tieflings do. They kill a lot of people all the time. And he's just going to be nodding his head, like, lightly. Just, like, constantly eyeing her up. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he was, like, taking notes. Just like, yes, I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But, like, he's also <laughs> keeping an eye on her, because, like, apparently she just mutilates people. Okay. <laughs> While they're walking to the store, Malchus will kind of sidle up along Diana unless she actively tries to, like, not have that happen. No, she's, like, thinking, like, clearly just, like, as they're walking, like, not paying too much attention to the surroundings, but... Hmm. The two in the alley. Did they deserve it? She's gonna kind of shrug, just... They were human men in Brightport. For the record, they attacked me first, but that doesn't really make much of a difference. If they attacked you first, then they did have it coming to them. And I want you to know that in this company that you're part of, we're no stranger to taking justice into our own hands. But you might want to be careful with how elaborately you disfigure things. I thought she's gonna kind of give Malchus um a look, like just like kind of a bit angry, <laughs> but not really. Like if if she wasn't still kind of out of it, like it would have been very just. Look, whatever you believe about sanctity of the dead or whatnot, it draws undue attention. It's one thing to it's one thing to defend yourself against criminals, dispose of them. It's another thing to make it look like there's a serial killer on the loose. Don't talk about things that you don't know of. Can't very well know anything until you explain yourself. And he'll just walk on ahead. Yeah, we would like to kind of say out loud to nobody. It's like, yeah, you've become such a fuddy-duddy. First you can't steal, now you can't kill people. Don't make a mess. God. <laughs> <laughs> um Duncan didn't hear the conversation, but he heard Yinward and he goes up to him and he's like, What I miss? Are are Dunk are Malchus and his sister fighting about something again or something? Malchus is our mom now. <laughs> <laughs> Always wash behind your horns. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how about we do this? Okay. <laughs> uh, the group is going to make their way back to House Dragon Keep. 
Oh, um, I wanted to pull aside. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, they're they're making their way back to House Dragon Keep. Uh, you wanted to you wanted to talk to Durthag on the way back. Yeah. Uh, so Mike, uh, Micus, <laughs> Malchus, uh, Malchus kind of sidles up along alongside Durthag and says, "You don't talk much, do you?" I've been trying to find the best way to fit in, and I've been biting my tongue on something actually recently. Go on. Back at that other town, what was it called? Aldmore. Aldmore. No, he's asking. Oh. Aldmore, I think. Is it Aldmore, Jason? Yes. I went to go purchase those damn horses. Because the group was taking way too long on what they were doing. I go up there to buy them. I start talking to that knight for a little bit. And then suddenly he breaks the conversation and runs right for the church. Screaming at the top of his lungs. What happened? You were gone when I wanted your help. I should have... I should have informed you earlier. I don't often think about assumptions people are going to make about me uh, without knowing my history. There are people who don't like me, Durthag. And, admittedly, with good reason. The reason that gentleman went running after me is because... I am responsible for a great many of his people being killed. He was human. No, I'm afraid uh, he was a, something called a warforged. I thought he was just a human with a lot of armor, feeding horses. Warforged are... How do I put this? They are alive, but they're made of material unlike ours. They're made of metal and fiber and things like that. Okay, so he's going to start struggling with what you're saying, because that's a lot of words. And he's going to furrow his brow, and he's going to try to put as simply as he can. So they're walking suits of armor that have magic sprinkled on them. It's a reasonable way of putting it. Although technically considered alive, not just animal or or construct. They're not just a goal. And you killed them all. Yes, Durthag, I did. Well, as you saw, not all of them. But you it killed was, them to the It was an act of war. It was a defensive preemptive strike as they marched on a city that I was helping to defend. You killed them all by yourself? With the aid of magic, yes. But you're the one that... that swung the weapon, right? Yes. Then you shouldn't feel bad for it. If you killed all of those things, then you shouldn't feel bad about it. You, You did what you had to do. And they were too weak to fight back. Durthag, I have a feeling if we keep talking, we're going to get along all right. It did have to be done. But there are many who disagree with that judgment. Perhaps they have a reasonable argument, but I have no interest in being killed for what I've done. So, okay, when they died, 
did they die whole or were they broken up to pieces? Could you use that metal for uh, weapons, armor, anything? As far as I know, they were damaged beyond any sort of use. I, I'm told they suffered greatly as well. If I could have done it in some way that had the result and didn't let them suffer, would have, but that was not the tool that I had at my disposal. I remember when I was younger, my grandpa was also suffering with forgetting who he was and who his family was, people they saw every day. It hurt a little bit when I lopped his head off to end him, to end his suffering, but I felt better afterwards because I know I did something good. Malchus kind of bites his lip for a moment and uh, gives a little solemn nod and says, is that the orcish way? Yeah. Mm. He had a funny look on his face when I did it. Like when his head hit the ground, it looked kind of blissful, but stupid at the same time. That's all I can remember from that. Mm. It was kind of funny. Do you think he accepted that it was time to go? Had he had he voiced acceptance for how this happened prior to becoming forgetful, becoming incapable? Not really. Just he kept forgetting. Just kept forgetting who he was, what it, what was what he was about. Hmm. At You'll that point, it me. was just taking up resources, so we just couldn't use them anymore. Mm. So this is this is a survival measure that the orcs practice. Kind of keeps able-bodied people eating the food. Doesn't doesn't spend resources on people who can't contribute. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. No need for weakness. So you're out and away from your people to to see how others live? Kind of, yeah. Do you have a goal to return to your people at some point? Not really, no. I was exiled. Hmm. I kind of lied to the group. I was too ashamed of it. Well, are you going to try to be up front and open with this group? I don't know, maybe. It all depends. Malchus kind of raises an eyebrow and uh, says, well, I hope that'll turn into a more adamant yes soon, but for the time being, just be aware how loudly you use my name in public because if you're associated with me and you draw attention to that certain people might create trouble with you to create trouble with me fair enough he's gonna put his armor around him like like really tightly like bah, there you go mm. and uh, he's gonna say well as long as you're with me I don't think there's gonna be a problem with that if you're able to kill off an entire species, then we should be able to fend off anybody that comes towards us. <laughs> Malchus kind of <laughs> just says, 
I don't think I can do that twice. That's, that was a unusual circumstance. But I appreciate your pledge. Onward and forward. Yes. One day we're going to fly off to the Bahamas together, Durthag. Why we'll get away from all of this. Like an old Vietnam movie. <laughs> We've been walking a really, really long time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us just like dead silence on this. <laughs> it's just all the rest of us are up at the door tapping our feet, <laughs> waiting like Sonic outside the door. <laughs> We're just moving circles around this place. I like how we move from um, the Deadwood uh, uh, all the way to Umanuro, and like, and later that day they got they got to the place. It's like we're taking like five ten minutes to get to this one fucking place and well cool. obviously it took days but i mean but, if you want to role play during that i'm not shutting you down yeah okay hour yeah, four oh, ever so briefly on that subject like yeah i appreciate the wisecracks because that took a while but we we need to be able to make time to say what we need to say like oh seriously. yeah no one was interrupting yeah, no, 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 just... it's fine it was just it was a joke <laughs> okay. yeah, that's good it was, role play, it's awesome. it was really good i liked it a lot yeah it was, it was no problem yeah, i liked it i just thought it okay. was cute no, not that. The, just the the thought, the idea of me and you and Yenward sitting there, <laughs> just waiting, looking yeah, at our wrists. Do we stop him? No, just. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking in circles. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing that. Thing, and Malchus embraced in a manly hug. <laughs> Ship it. <laughs> Yes, there you go. Uh, so, getting back to the door of House Dragon Keep. Um, at this point, um, I'm guessing Malchus is leading the way. Yeah, he needs to he needs to get in and, and talk to family and things like that. Right. So you could just walk in. There's no need to knock and, and do all that. Like, there's no need to ride on the ceremony thing. You've been here before. Cool. Um, yeah, Malchus enters enters the house and. Um, is I, I take it uh, uh, who's the who's the butler guy? David. 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 Is David like there? David's always there. Yeah, he's he's always sort of floating around. Uh, uh, so after Malchus walks in, I kind of hold the rest of the party back a little bit before they go in the house, and I look at Diana and I say, "He has some stuff to take care of with his mom. I don't know if you want to go in now or if you want to wait until he's done." She's just going to kind of shrug, like, for the rest of her to speak up. Just past the threshold, uh, uh, Tessie would still be around. Like, she didn't really retire and, and go back to what she was doing yet because she had a feeling that your your business wasn't done there. It, it, it was pretty pretty clear. Right, I guess my thing is I didn't know if Diana wanted, would, if it would make sense for Diana to be in there while Malchus is just chatting with his mom. Like it. Right. Well, this could be a party thing, too. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's specifically like a private thing that Malchus is trying to do, like just I could wait outside, like me the person. Malchus, do you need us? Or do you, I mean, do you not want us there? Or what? No, it's, it's. I don't think it's a matter that you can't be present for. Okay, then we'll head in with them. Okay, come on, Dirtbag. Uh, so crossing, uh, you know, coming back inside, uh, Tessie would would still be in this living room area. And as soon as she sees Malchus, she's going to stand up 
pretty abruptly and, and cross the space between them and wrap her arms around Malchus uh, really tightly. The last time that they had spoken, um, it sounded like either A, she was never going to see Malchus again, or it would be a, a great deal of time that passed before. And Malchus hugs, uh, hugs his mother back and um, says, So, turns out I'm a terrible bookkeeper. A huge mama's boy. <laughs> she's uh she's she's gonna stop hugging you and 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 pan back sort of take on a, a little more uh professional demeanor here she's she's running this house and it's it's you know well it's it's just as well i'm I'm glad to have you back i've met some of your party already they seem interesting and she's gonna look over to yenward again yenward's gonna hold up his big sack of gold and shake it yeah <laughs> Trust everything worked out then? Mm-hmm. I don't think that you'll be seeing Gradic anymore today. He's currently off sulking. <laughs> That's probably for the best for all parties involved. Not for Yenward. <laughs> um Yeah. I turns out it is not so easy to hide from this crew. I uh I was discovered again in Human Euro, and they convinced me to give it one more try. So, here I am. Sorry, where are my manners? Everyone, please come in. Have a seat. It, can we get you anything? Food? Drink? Oh, uh, I think something to eat. I think we could all use, uh, use something. Do you have any stew? <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, Jason. Does Diana recognized Tessio or vice versa? Um, yes, they would recognize each other. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> if only, um, uh, obviously, Diana was not a fixture in Brightport when Tessia took power here. Yeah. But uh, from the fawn, you, you, you'd recognize mm-hmm. her from there. And uh, Diana would be recognized from other work she did in Brightport <laughs> while she was here. So um, we'll get to that, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just check. Um, Tessie is going to nod over to David, and David is going to disappear to the kitchen and start to uh, assemble you guys a bit of a meal. Um, so she's going to she's going to take a seat in this this sort of overstuffed chair um, that's in between these two really large couches. Um, it's sort of a mediary position, like that's <laughs> that's that's that that's something that she's used to doing here at the house. So what brings you back here? Not that I'm not happy to see you, of course, but. Oh, I mean, there was there was other business within our party in Brightport, so I just thought it would be fitting to drop in. Just, yeah. Um, there's going to be a beat, and um, do me a favor, roll perception. Just Malchus this time. Perception or insight? Perception this okay. time. Perception. I'm bad at that one. <laughs> You'll do fine. See? 15, so you're not going to notice this. That's fine. You know, you just missed your brother. Valis was here. Him and his, his party actually just left about two days before you got here. I've been curious ever since he and I crossed paths on the other side of the continent. He was 
furious at me, but with all of the things going on surrounding the war with the Overwatch, I never really had time to figure out why that was. Admittedly, I was a bit standoffish myself. Do you know what do you know what he thinks of me? Do you know what he has against me? We've talked about it. Like she's trying to she's trying to form this in the most diplomatic way. Malchus, he's not your greatest fan. I I think you already knew that though. And one day I would love to have the three of you in a room and, and, and speak to you, but now might not be the greatest time. Hmm. So I should steer clear of him for the time being. Um, she is, uh, she's, there's going to be a pause and she's thinking about that. I don't know about that, but before you try and hash out any history between you two, just give it some thought. Maybe do it in a public place. Malchus nods. Um, and what a Vera love. I actually just got a letter from her a few days ago. She was working with the Overwatch until very recently. And that didn't work out like she had hoped, but currently she's working through some things. I'm hoping that she takes a trip here in the near future, but reading her letter, I doubt that's a possibility. Why would she associate with those... I mean, they're... They were human supremacists, weren't they? Most of the city, yes. She worked with a man named Patrick Grace, and what I'm gathering from her letter was that he was pitching an overwatch to her that was fully integrated, eventually. That, as you know, didn't happen. Malchus nods. That would be a story that would be better told from her perspective, though, I'm guessing. And did you say where she is now? Do you know? I have no idea. <sighs> there are a great many things that I've put off doing what I did in the fight against the Overwatch. But with all of that at the very least, not bearing down on me and breathing down my neck. I was hoping to figure out what was going on with certain people that I had connected with and with certain people that I had forgotten to connect with. And needless to say, finding my old party and finding they didn't want to put my throat to the sword, he looks around the room and looks at his friends and says has somewhat emboldened me toward that task. Um, Tessie's going to look at the rest of the party now, um, calling attention to the rest of them. Well, I am in a position where I can offer some help when I can. Is there anything that I can do for you or your party that would help you out in your journey? Uh, Malchus thinks to himself and says... I mean, relating specifically to my tasks, it's mostly hoping to touch base with people and, of course, perhaps continue to do this 
roaming adventuring thing, provided it continues to be profitable. But, I mean, I suppose any help to my friends is as good as help to me. Is there anything... Malchus looks to the rest of the party and says, What? I mean, <laughs> come to think of it, we really haven't deeply discussed it among ourselves. What are we... What do we aim to do? What do we aim to be? And Duncan, Yenward, Diana, um, Derthag? Duncan kind of uh, looks around the room and glances for a decent amount of time over in Diana's direction to see if she does anything. She's clearly waiting for the rest of the group to respond before she says something. Okay. Um, and uh, Duncan speaks up and says, I, I have things that I need to take care of, and um, we're still finding our way right now. I, I don't know how much you could be of help to me personally. Um, but and he looks over at Diana and says, I think that you might be able to help her with something around here. Possibly. Um, Tessie's going to look over to Diana. I imagine I could. And she's, she's waiting for Diana to speak up, but that doesn't appear like that's happening. Diana's kind of, like, she's looking at Tessie kind of just, like, warily, like, and then, yes, that was my intent, returning to the city. I would imagine you're looking for some information. She'll nod. How much... And she's going to look at the rest of the party. How much of this were you making public right now? Is this something that your party should be privy to as well, or should we do this in private? She's going to look at the group, and then hers are going to kind of... Like stay on Duncan for a couple seconds before returning to Thessia. It it's something they deserve to hear from me. For the moment, if we could talk privately about this. Absolutely. And she's gonna stand up. Why don't you come with me to my office? I'll share with you any of the information that I have that still remains from Dark Spain. She'll follow her. Um, is so? Or is this the same office that? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So, I mean, presuming nothing else happens along or Derby. Well, that yeah, they're gonna. Okay, so <clears throat> Diana and Tessie are going to walk uh, to her office. Meanwhile, David's gonna come out with um, two different trays where the stuff him and uh, him and another. Kai are going to bring out two trays of uh, of food for the group here. There's there's all kinds of you know like little finger sandwiches and 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 little things like that and um, a couple of large serving bowls of this uh, this really thick soup. It's almost a stew. Thank you. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> they aim to please here. That's they have a very large kitchen. He told you. So, going into Tessia's office, hey. she is going to reach uh, for a book off of the shelf immediately before before sitting down at her desk. 
Um, she's going to place it on the, uh, kind of ceremoniously on the desk, uh, and then have a seat. And she's going to motion for you to sit just across from her. Um, Diana is not going to enter the room. She's like when they approach it. <laughs> Damn it, Justin! But when they approach the door, she's gonna kind of hesitate and then kind of freeze outside and like to the rest of the group or at least those who have known her long enough it would have been kind of obvious that she's off her game I mean ever since then but especially in here and then as soon as she approaches that door like she's gonna kind of noticeably like like bit of color is gonna drain from her face she's just gonna kind of glance towards Tess and just can we do this somewhere else, if you don't mind? She's going to look puzzled for just half a second and then kind of put two and two together. Um, she's going to stand up and grab the book and join you out in the hallway. Of course. And um, she's going to try and take Diana by the hand if, if she'll let her, like, unless she pulls away or gives resistance. Um, she won't give resistance. She'll stare at it like it's like she has no idea like like, the, <laughs> like what this is. Just kind of like like, to, but she's not gonna like pull away or anything. Um, and they're gonna go down the hallway a bit uh, into uh, into this library type of area. Um, this is a pretty huge. This is a pretty huge uh, place just for just for books. Um, and there are a couple of really large uh, leather chairs um, and a fireplace in there. So it's, it's much more cozy than her office, really. Um, and she's going to motion for you to have a seat. She'll sit, yeah. Um, and she's going to have this, this, this large book uh, on her lap. Where would you like to start? <sighs> I... <laughs> I don't... The, the beginning, I suppose. There's, I don't have any frame of reference for well, any of it. When I took over this house, it was given to me by a group that left the city shortly afterward. I spent as much time as I could trying to pour through any records that the Archmage had left trying to figure out what resources that I had at my disposal. How long did you work with him? She's gonna close her eyes just for as long as I can remember. He kept records of the people he was attached to. There are records of an Archmage Lower Weaver, King Carter, and several other people. And there's a great amount of information on two people in particular and one of them is you she'll nod at that and then for what it's worth I'm sure you know that Carter's dead we also took care of Lore Weaver just so you don't worry about that I knew about the king I, I didn't know about Lore Weaver that's actually quite comforting thank you do you remember when you came here? 
where you came from? <laughs> I know nothing aside from my life here. Well, and again, this is just according to these records. You were acquired in the city of Esterholt. Thermak wanted an apprentice, someone who could... I don't think he was looking for someone to take over for him, but he did want a right hand. And after you had left, there was a young woman named Laura Cree who he actually acquired from right here in Brightport. Sadly, she met a very grisly end in this, in this, in this house. I'm glad you didn't meet the same kind of fate. She's gonna look up at Tessie John a bit, like, slightly shocked at that. Just, how much do you know of my activities in Brightport as they were? She's gonna meet your gaze. I know enough to know that you probably regret a great many things. That that she's gonna kind of look away and just I am sorry about the this Laura as well at least he's dead too the best I can help you do is help you find out about your past and hopefully you can put some of this to bed I don't know if I'll ever be able to put any of this completely aside. This, the entirety of who I am is, was made in this house. But that would be incredibly helpful. Um, she is going to reach over and uh, put her hand on top of one of Diana's. She's gonna do the same thing she did when Tessia took her hand earlier, just kind of look down at it like... Just, right. Yeah. The important thing is you're still alive. You're using your... You're using your talents for good. You've done good things in the city of Overwatch. You've taken care of a great deal of evil people. It may take some time, but you can. You can make up for the legacy of what you've done here. I don't know if I'll ever be able to believe that, but those words do mean something. Thank you. Um, she's gonna give this. She's gonna give this slight smile. Dear, I'm the mother of the butcher of Bright. I know firsthand what a reputation can mean in this city. <laughs> She's going to kind of slightly smile at that and just, yes, I <laughs> suppose you would. Um, she's going to hand you the, uh, the book that she was holding. There's, there's a great deal of information about you in here, and then I would imagine that would be a good starting point for you. Thank you, this, this, yes, it's, this is 
everything to me. I, is there something I can do to repay you for this? Um, she's going to gently shake her head no. Just do your best to take care of yourself and the people who obviously care about you. Trust me, that's a rare thing. Believe me, I know. Um, how about we catch up with the party here? Oh my god. <laughs> about to cry, that was so sweet. Um, so Stu. <laughs> Stu! <laughs> Who's uh, Stu? Is that... Is that, <laughs> that Stalmar's uh, new character. No. Stu Grimness. <laughs> Stu Grimness. <laughs> <laughs> the never talked about dad. That's the... That's the <laughs> Stew. If they work an hour, shut up. It's fucking yeah. yelling from the bedroom. Down it's Tessia, Malchus, Valis, Air Eleven, Stew. That's. <laughs> pa never did had time for fancy names. <laughs> God damn it, Malchus! How many times do I have to tell you never to come too great? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Wouldn't that be great if it was his dad? <laughs> I had that coming. If Yenmer dies, can I be Stu Grimness? <laughs> um. So what what would the party be doing right about now? Probably finishing up with their food. We were chatting. Nothing. Unless uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I personally, I think the Duncan at this point. In all honesty, would probably just be just drilling Malchus about his family, because now he's really confused because he thought Diana was his, <laughs> his sister, and now that his mom's there, he's just completely lost about the whole thing. <laughs> Malchus is Malchus is desperately trying to explain the concept of like, well, all dwarves don't come from the same family, do they? So therefore, they don't. Well, I've, look, I've met. One, two, three. I've met like five tieflings, and three of them were you. And I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I just, I uh, just thought the Grimness family was huge, but it can't be that big because that's not her mom. So, where is your dad anyway? Your guess is as good as mine. Did you ever know your dad? No. Oh, well, that sucks. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's... I killed. Does that help if I... <laughs> you what? I, I said I killed my dad. Does that help at all? <laughs> that must have been difficult for you. Um, eh, kind of. I mean, I didn't like seeing him die, but I knew that he was going to get killed when he left anyway because he joined the Overwatch. So I just thought that if someone were to do it, it should be me. And, you know, if he needs to come back, he'll come back someday, so. Malchus just kind of cocks his head at that. What? Why are you cocking your head at that? <laughs> if he... Do you suspect there's some plan to bring him back? I mean... I came back, and... Grata came back, and... I, people need to come back, they come back. It's not as common 
as it may appear based on your choice of profession, Duncan. That's that's not the most common thing. Duncan kind of gets a little, like, tight-faced, and he looks over Yenward. What does he mean, Yenward? Yenward just going to shake his head. Nothing. He'll, he'll come back. Okay. Go, okay, Malchus. Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Malchus just lets it go at that point. Oh, but, uh, I guess I should, he wasn't, I mean, you know he wasn't my real dad, right? I had an inkling. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't go on from there, though. That's where he stops. <laughs> um, I would imagine Diana's rejoining the party by now. Yeah. Uh, Malchus stands up and says, did you find what you were looking for? She's going to kind of smile like that, and this would probably be the first, like, genuine smile that Malchus has seen on her. Yes, I did. Malchus nods and says, you look like you did. Good. Um, Duncan scoots off the couch and kind of goes over to her and looks up and goes, so everything's okay now? She'll nod. It's not everything. I don't know if everything will ever be okay, but Tessia helps a lot, and I will explain soon. Just need time to think of how to tell you. But you you feel better? She'll nod. Um, so, uh, Duncan looks over at the party and goes, so Malchus brought up a good a point earlier. What are we going to do now? Yes, it's been kind of wearing on my mind. Certainly Diana's had her motivations and the degree to which those can be served here seems they have. I mean, what are we all, what are we all here to do? As in the wake of all the things that happened regarding the Overwatch, we had so much so much focus on the immediate future. We couldn't we couldn't prepare for things long term. We just had to work to counter the Overwatch. What are we trying to achieve? We've got time to think about not just reacting to some great force of evil, but aspiring to whatever we want. We are in, we're an impressively powerful group of individuals. Surely we can make something of that. Duncan, listening to this, just kind of not looking at Malchus, kind of just looking straight ahead. And uh, he looks over at Durthag. Uh, Durthag, you, you don't like dwarves, right? There's things I like doing with them. Killing them, that's always nice. Emmerich's going to nod his head, but he's not going to say anything. <laughs> You guys, you guys want to kill some dwarves? Yeah. Malchus kind of pipes up. Is there any special reason we'd like to turn an entire culture against us? Again. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not an enti- It's not all the dwarves. We're not killing all the dwarves. Just certain. Look, I'll I'll fill you in in a bit. But uh, maybe we should go somewhere a little bit more comfortable to talk rather than. This place. <laughs> they kinda, there are kinda... giant sofas and finger sandwiches. What more do you want? <laughs> this 
place Let's go find ice. A cave. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this place would be fine. In fact, it might be to our benefit to stay here for a few days, uh, rest up, and decide where exactly we're headed. And she's going to kind of like look at the largest book she's holding in her hands and just. I have some research to do before we head out anyways. Malchus uh, looks to Tessie and says, What do you say, Mom? Can the friends sleep over? <laughs> yeah, Mom, oh, he's, can we? He's, smir- he's smirking to himself, like, just just big old smirk. Purple stuff. Sunny, she- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're welcome to stay. I will warn you that the group that Phallus is traveling with could be back any moment. If that happens, maybe don't speak to Phallus by yourself. Do you think he'd try to hurt me in front of you? I absolutely think he would try to hurt you. <sighs> Malchus's mm. eyes widened at that. Should it come to that, you won't be standing alone. We got your back. Hey, Here's a thought, guys. We could stay in Brightport, but maybe we just shouldn't stay in here in Brightport. They got sandwiches. Um, Tessie's gonna Tessie's gonna hold her hand up. Trust me. He has some things that he's dealing with. I'm just taking every precaution here. I'm I'm sure that we can avoid violence. I'm comfortable staying here, and I'm the one who apparently is going to be the victim of fratricide. So. Let's stay. Yeah, I'm just going to take a bite of a sandwich. I'm comfortable (laughs) staying here. Is Braddock still here somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) He's in the sandwich. He's sulking, though. He's not... uh... There's going to be a knock at the front door. David's going to go ahead and answer this. And there is going to be a pretty large male lion folk. Uh, on the other side of it, which is quite a rare sight uh, in, in in this part of the country specifically, in this part of the continent. But on this continent, that's that's a pretty uh, that that's a pretty rare thing. Um, lion folk are pretty much specifically indigenous to uh, a continent called Talor, which um, rests pretty far to the east. You'd have to you'd have to sail for a while to get to it. Um, so I'm going to hand that over to Delmar. You are the one they call David, yes? Um, he's going to give a slight bow. Can I help you with anything? Yes, I am here to see the lady of the house. Um, he's going to give a glance back to Tessia and then step aside and motion for you to step in. I'm going to come in. Yeah. I'm going to ask that you keep your weapon sheathed. Um... Character-wise, he actually doesn't brandish his weapon, and it is in a sheath. Um, it's in a very small sheath, and he's got a giant shield on his back with um, a lion's maw, uh, like silhouetted behind like a giant sun. Um, and <clears throat> Tessie's, uh, Tessie's already standing there with the party. Can I help you with anything? Yes, you are Madame Tessia Grimness. I am. Good, I have the right place. They sent me here from Hammerhand. My contract with them is complete. I am looking for new employment. And what exactly is it that you do? 
he's gonna look down at himself like he's decked head to toe in um this play armor which is uh like of an iridescent color so it like gives off this yellow purplish tint um and he says <clears throat> i fight um and, and she's she's almost gonna give a reaction like okay that was a dumb question i meant more specifically um we we don't really have much need for fighters they're there have been some need in the past for guards, but that's not really your realm of expertise, I'm going to guess. Guard work, protection work, whatever needs to be done. I am just in need of current employment. The city, it drains on you. Um, are we there? Yes. Is it okay if maybe I step forward? Sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, I, I, I step forward and I go, uh, hi, I'm, my name, my name is, uh, Duncan Joy, Joybatom. I don't know if you've heard of me. Oh, I didn't catch your name. I'm sorry. What, what's your name, sir? I am Isunsunafe, protector of my people, sword to my enemies, shield to my ally. It is a pleasure to meet you. Isun? Isun? Did I say that correctly? I'm sorry. Isunsunafe. Okay. Um, we're a group of adventurers. Um, have you ever thought about, uh, getting into the adventuring trade? I have done many works. This will be new for me. We're, uh, we're, we're more, we're more freelancers than contractors, really. Uh, do you, uh, we can always use an extra sword, an extra person um watching our back what do you what do you specialize in um at that point he is going to take the shield off his back um put it on his left arm then from a from what looks to be a sheath or a dagger he's going to slowly pull out um a sword and then as he pulls it out it becomes a long sword and it's this um kind of shy it looks it looks like an ordinary um Iron sword, iron long sword, with a couple engravings on it, um, but it's it's also kind of shiny. Um, and he go and he he slaps the sword against the shield, and he goes, "This is what I specialize in." Okay, Darthas going to take out his weapon. Yeah, David's going to tense up because he asked you to do one thing when yeah. you came in here. <laughs> I Diane, told you one Diane thing. Diana's also going to. I mean you no harm, please. He asked what I specialized in. And he's gonna put um, it back. Yeah, Tessie's gonna hold up her hand. Like it, it's, it's, yeah. Relax. It's okay. Um. So I, uh, uh, do you mind if I if I talk to my party for a bit and then I'll come back? I think we might have. I think we might be able to help each other out. That is acceptable. Okay. So he's just gonna uh, stand silently in the corner. <laughs> um. So so Duncan goes back to the party. Guys, he seems like for real, like for real, for real. He's a giant seem... alley cat. We don't need him. <laughs> I am just gonna kind of look over the rest of her and just like, it. It can't really hurt at this point. Strength in numbers. He seems like he'll work reasonably well, provided he's treated fairly and compensated. We already got this one with us. He's gonna point at Darthag. 
<laughs> He's gonna scowl. Durthag, do you not want him with us? Because it's okay. You can speak up and tell us. I'm just saying, if you guys want him along, fine. I don't even know what kind of comment he was speaking. Uh, um, Malchus. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. Well, uh, go ahead. No, you're fine, Malchus. Okay. Uh, Malchus steps up to. Okay, I swear I'm going to botch that name. Um, I'm sorry. Your name again? Isunsunafe. Isunsunafe. Yes, Hornman, you have it correct. Malchus Grimace. Um, any problems with claustrophobia, compunctions against vigilante justice? I am decked out fully in heavy armor. I am comfortable in small spaces. I will bring down rage and anger upon any enemy you call. Satisfied with an equal cut of the treasure as your payment? I am not motivated by money, but if it comes with the job, therefore I will accept. What does motivate you, then? I have many things that motivate me, but for now, my need to fight outweighs a lot of things. And you pledge loyalty to us and our crew and our missions? I pledge loyalty to my family, my clan, my people, my pride. But I will lend you my sword and aid you in any just cause. Malchus uh, holds up a finger and says, a moment. He goes back, back and stands the, in the corner. <laughs> walks back to the party and says, I'm on the fence. He seems a little clean for our crew, to be honest. Well, well he's certainly exuberant. Look, you guys said that you were going to help me on my next thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Why don't we bring him along? See how it works, and right now we'll call it a job. And if it works out, and we think we can work with them, then we'll keep them around. Does that sound good? Bit of a trial run, huh? That's what I'm thinking. If he was working as a mercenary, especially for Haberhand, odds are he's seen and experienced far more than that iridescent garb of his lets on. Okay. If he likes to kill that much, then, I mean, I guess he's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he can't be that bad. <sighs> I vote yay. And Malchus just starts looking around the circle for everyone else's votes. For a trial, mind. We'll reevaluate if uh, anything looks like he might be a bad fit. Well, why don't I pitch it to him first? Because I don't want him being taken aback by the idea that well but we should see well, if we all approve before okay. you go yeah okay well I'm in for a trial as am I Diana I as well <laughs> I'm not scared you can come and Durthag you said as well yeah I said yeah Malchus looks at Duncan and nods okay um, so Duncan hasn't told anybody this yet but he turns around to him and goes we're a 
about to make a trip into Bandit's Rest. Would you be willing to come along, and if things work out, then you stick with the party? He's going to look at Tessia Grimness, um, then he's going to look back at Duncan, and he's going to stoop down to his level because he's seven foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be, like, sitting on the ground at that point. He just really bends over really, really far. And he says, This is a test. Is... Yes... Oh, uh, it's, it's just to see um, how well we work together as a group. It's a test as much for you as it is for us. If you don't like our style, then it, you're free to leave, of course. Um, he's going to look back at Tessie one more time. Lady Tessie Grimness, I came to you seeking employment. Is it okay if I am employed by these people? She's she's just been kind of observing this whole thing. I think that would be a better fit, to be honest. Thank you. He looks over back at Duncan. You are the leader, yes? Um, <laughs> Durthas going to laugh at that. He's going to straighten his back. No, um, and I point over at Yenward, and I go... <laughs> No, I, 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 I go, uh, we don't really, none of us are really the leader, um, but uh, Diana is kind of the one that makes, does most of the talking for us. So, okay, he looks, um, he looks at what he assumes to be Diana, I mean, that's a female name, so he looks at Diana. Um, <laughs> he takes a knee and then he, he again moves his sword, but not in a threatening manner, and he cuts off a piece, piece of his mane and he hands it to her and says, so be it. She'll take it and just kind of look at Duncan like real quick and just then back at him and nod. It is customary for my people to give a part of ourselves to a new leader. And you are now my new leader. Accept this. I will be honored to. All right. At that he gets up and pretty much is going to go around and shake everybody's hand. <laughs> Hi. Um, Hi, how's it going? Yenward's going to hear this custom and he's going to pick his teeth and wipe it on Dun- uh, Duncan's shirt. <laughs> Wait, am I your leader now? <laughs> when, he, when he when he gets to Yenward, he's he's gonna he's gonna give him a firm handshake, like a good grip. I'll squeeze oh. back. Let's do it. Did wait? Is he coming to Duncan for a handshake? Oh yeah. Okay, uh. Duncan uh, normally would just put out a fist but he's trying to be accommodating, so he just kind of holds out his hand and stares at it for a second. And just, <laughs> I grab your arm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just puts it like as straight as possible in his hand and it goes up and down. <laughs> um, guys, I think it's a pretty good time for us to uh, to wrap it up for the night, to, to call it an evening. Yeah. That was, it was a good session. It was fun. Yeah, That was real solid. I like that. We've been knocking him out of the park recently, guys. I think, uh... <laughs> and that one's a home run. <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back.